3: Wrestle me Pete Wrestle me Mark What's a going on? What's a going on? What's a going on have with Have you started
1: you? becoming like a cartoon Italian? Uh, it's my new gimmick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm called Marco Ravioli Well it's no worse than those Vikings that have turned up in WWE <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm quite obsessed with that and I, I think I've actually got the reason it's such a bad name Right So War Raiders who previously when they are in the Independence were called War Machine which is a better name mm. they, they're they in NXT for about a year Right They, they have this perfect serviceable name and then they debut on the main roster of Raw and WWE uh, as The Viking Experience. The Uh, Viking Experience sounds like one of those 4D... Projector led, (laughs) smells, sights,
3: sounds, kind of experiences you get. The the second room
1: in the Millennium Dome, isn't it? (laughs) It Is is the Viking experience.
3: It is next to a James Bond um, display of Aston Martins.
1: (laughs) Not even that good
3: of shoes.
1: (laughs) Shoes used by the actors who were in it, not the characters. (laughs) But uh, uh, the reason it's such a bad name is it's the word experience. Because what it says is, oh, this isn't real. They're not real Vikings. Yeah, they're just men dressed as Vikings. It's a Viking experience. It sounds like a euphemism for sexual assault. I've pillaged. Yeah. Did uh, you uh, full look, Viking experience? It was,
3: it was not... Uh, Imagine I'm was, a cricketer.
1: It was not an assault.
3: <laughs> it was a Viking-like experience yeah. that you experienced. Did you burn down
1: the house afterwards? <laughs> yes, I did. High five me, bro. Um, a little little vignette there of what it must be like to be at an American university. Yes. Um, WrestleMania 18.
3: Oh, we're back with X8. Yeah. X8. They're still and, not giving up on the mixed um,
1: no, X's and the X's. Very mixed signals there with yes. the X and the eight. Like they don't understand uh, Roman numerals or Arabic numerals, for that matter. <laughs> um, I think we're actually... This is the first time we've got to... Obviously, it's the first time because we've only done this series once. Mm. But this is the first time we've actually reached the tipping point. So right. we're on WrestleMania 35 is the most recent one, yes. which took place when we are recording at the start of April. Of so course, about two yes. weeks ago. Right? I am still tired from having watched it. It was so... <laughs> so I'm, I'm dreading having to talk about it to some degree when we get there. It's a really bad... <laughs> there was another podcast that did... WrestleManias after a I don't know we, we've been going for about two months mm. and someone sort of looks at that and thought good format I'll nick it how can <laughs> I change it enough that they don't come after me we yeah. can't come after you it's fucking talking about WrestleMania um, <laughs> but they reversed the order so they started with the most recent one and yeah. then worked their way back mm. and I looked at that at the time and I thought how, 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 how silly to do. and actually they're onto something because the earlier ones yeah the <laughs> earlier ones are so much more unprofessional and fun and the later ones not only are they're really slick and bad things happen far less frequently yeah. the people in them are all a bit careery. yeah you know they're not as troubled do you remember when you first started work right wherever you worked <laughs> and there were people there who were absolute fucking lunatics stealing
3: you know? a living stealing
1: yeah. supplies people who, who like, they'd sort of go you've got to be a bit careful about him because two years ago he just jumped out of the window through the glass <laughs> you know <laughs> life was full of people like that and those people seem to have I don't know what's happened to them whether yeah. you know they've all died or, well, or helped safety's made it impossible to be a lunatic
3: when we joined or certainly when I joined XFM they are like oh Russell Brown was bringing tramps this time last yeah. year
1: you've missed the boat on this one yeah half of the shows you listen to on XFM <laughs> you could hear people taking drugs you know <laughs> whether it was bands or, or just management it used to come in and let me make it clear no management in XFM passed yeah, or they pre- fucking blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they fucking did Mark but it's the same with wrestling where I mean none of them are dying now none of them no. are getting into really weird <laughs> shit I mean there's no, where are your Tony Atlas's with their foot fetishes? Where are
3: the foot fetishes? Where Mm. is the obscene drug addiction? Where is the obsession with Bitcoin? Where are (laughs) all these people for crying out loud? There's
1: only one fact which I'm looking forward to and it's going to be so far in the future that I might as well do it now (laughs) is that Bray Wyatt was, uh, he had quite a difficult divorce Mm. and one of the things that came up in the divorce was the amount of money he was spending every month on the maintenance of a miniature horse.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Magic. But that's like the
1: only one thing. We're
3: stuffed. The only fetish is a a tiny horse. (laughs) I
1: know. (laughs) I don't think he was even fucking it. I think he just liked it, the weirdo. Um, But this WrestleMania, to me, to some degree, is like the start of the rot or the non-rot because it's quite a pro-wrestlemania yeah and everyone in it is still sort of doing fine yeah you know even like scott hall you'd be like oh that's gonna be a meaty chapter it ends really well right so that's ruined that hasn't it that's sad (laughs) we're not here to hear nice stories no god no Uh, but i I, what did you think of this one I, i i did enjoy it but it wasn't as good as i'd remembered it being
3: yeah, I mean the the wrestling was
1: fine, yeah. and and the you know the it was fine. It was it, just, it, was, it was fine. Uh, nothing, of not really. Yeah, it's a one match card. Yes, really, and that, yeah. and, that, and that match is spectacular. We'll get to that, I'm we'll we'll sure. We'll get to that, I'm sure. Um, worth saying just just a couple of things, a little bit of housekeeping before we go, um, uh, you know, into the actual WrestleMania itself. Mm. Uh, a couple of reviews uh, online recently that right. have um, got my dander up. Okay, um, one of them uh, was someone who would actually taken the time to revise <laughs> his original four star. Review uh, and he put it to two to say they just don't talk about wrestling anymore. Right. I mean, okay. I mean, I would. It's the, it's the cookbook in it. It was. The cook, <laughs> it was the cookbook episode. It's a cookbook by wrestlers. It was the cookbook uh, episode and possibly September 11th. Yes, absolutely. Well, I just wanted to say. I mean, I do understand that. Um, I, well, no, let me let me change that. I understand what you mean. I totally disagree with it, and you've got a lifetime ban.
3: Uh,
1: this is your last bit you can listen to legally. Yeah. After this, it's legal. Listen. Our uh, second lifetime ban. Okay. Is going to someone who did something, they can't have listened to. All, it drives me up the wall. Someone said they shouldn't be 29 minutes long. There's one. Uh, they should all be at least 50. Now, oh, at least 50. Oh, is that how it works? right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mark's, Mark's got a baby. You- and, and, and I am. I've got a job. I've got, yeah. I've got 17 podcasts to do every I've, fucking week. I looked at the thing, and there's only like two episodes that are under 50 minutes anyway. I mean, it's all sort of around that that, that amount. But if you'd have gone back and listened to more WrestleMe's, if you love it so bloody much you know I've addressed this before about people don't leave bad reviews to say I wanted more greedy pigs, pigs. mustn't leave two star reviews you have
3: to go into the Wrestle Me wellness programme where I hit you with a birch rod in a dungeon that is right? your
1: gimmick isn't it I'm birch rod good name could, could be anything could be a porn star lovely um, before we start as well just to, again some housekeeping um, mm. I, I put up uh, some, some photos that were bad photos taken at wrestling events yes Uh, John Lister, who is probably Britain's best and and best-known and greatest... Uh, historian of the wrestling scene. Yeah. Uh, he put up some brilliant ones of his where he's literally in the back row and they're just tiny figures <laughs> it, miles and miles away. Uh, but one of them I put up was sort of like, ah-ha-ha, ha, isn't this bad? Paul Heyman retweeted. Yes. And that is that is a good performing <laughs> tweet. People are ironically going, these blurry shots of Rick Rude are classic.
3: Well, it is, though, isn't it? it, it, it it's it's sort of saying something you... They, they're not staged. They're just... Mm. as it happened on a house show someone's just
1: managed to get a little a little cheapy camera all, out. all I'd say is if you don't follow us on the Twitter then just just if you have got some photos that you've taken it doesn't matter how crap they are it's yeah. sort of worth putting into the pot because I think there are people out there who are like this is missing bits of wrestling history Huge. and it's good fun um, I actually went through my photos and I have got you an original one that I <laughs> oh. took myself of Ravishing wow. Rick Rude doing his gyration uh, oh he's doing gyrations. his sexy dance yeah. yes and you can see on the back I've uh, even given it the uh, the date December December 91 91. yeah look at that oh you were near him I know that is that piece of film that has been transposed onto that was as close to Rick Rude <laughs> as anything you're ever going to touch. Oh, that's magical. Yeah. Really dirty looking ropes as well. Like, the ropes look really... I t- think that's actually my camera. Foul. I think it was actually quite upmarket. But <laughs> uh, b- back in like the 90s, all cameras look like you've taken a photograph <laughs> through gravy. <laughs> it's ah. just Britain was a gravy country back
3: then. I always sort of think about like, wrestlers on, on flights and stuff. What do you reckon ravishing Rick Rude eats, eats on a flight? I mean, he probably gets involved with a bit of chicken.
1: Or- do you know what's really sad is he didn't <laughs> live to see a period where everyone basically eats like he probably ate back then yes. so it's all now sushi yeah. and you know chicken and you can say to people i don't want that with sauce yeah and they have to then not do not it do with it. sauce yeah, yeah, yeah. like in the old days when they'd run it under the tap and then throw it back <laughs> yeah. there you fucking well, go to be fair they
3: got a little bit of a like a um, a time burp from uh, times gone by um I met sarah was like uh, rang up she got like a kind of like they, they send you ingredients for for a meal yeah and and well, she they're went, the sort of people who, who sponsor podcasts aren't they yeah, yeah, yes. interesting yeah we should so we should just lag them off, uh, but but I don't think they're very good. Because um, they literally went, uh, "Hi, she went. Oh yeah, can you um not um can you not send me? It looks it says here uh, you've randomly selected that I want some pork and I, I don't eat pork. Mm-hmm. Um, Could you not send me the pork, please?" And they went, "No, it's too late." He's gone. Well, it's not turned up yet, so it's not too late, is it? So don't send me the pork. And they went. No, you're getting the
1: pop. (laughs) Imagine if she was Jewish. That would literally be a hate crime. Oh, totally, totally. I I believe that's why it was set up. (laughs) We're happy to edit that bit out if they are willing to sponsor the podcast for the next six months. TikTok. TikTok. (laughs) Uh, And the other thing, the final bit I brought, is we talked ages and ages ago about buying something for each WrestleMania. Yes. uh, For under 15 quid. Mm. Um, And actually, I got something really good for this one. (laughs) So this is a thing. They were huge. I think they are still quite big. But it's a... It's a pog. uh, it's a trading card um which has a piece of the actual ring canvas used what? at WrestleMania 18. You're That's gonna get to crazy. touch your first bit of <gasps> ring canvas. Oh my god, this got um has that got um Ric Flair's blood in it? No. They Ooh. funnily enough, the, when they first started, there are some that are dirty as. And I think you can buy like a Starcade eighty three piece of the the ring that does have blood it's just on filth. it. But because it's like a publicly traded company—they don't want children <laughs> Probably licking away at what is presumably at least hep C blood. Or cloning, so they, they don't tend to do the dirty ones. But you get like an inch square of the canvas, it's and great, these isn't it? you can get these for almost nothing. This is fantastic. There's a whole series of like Stone Cold's shirt that they then cut up and, and put on. I mean, what, a it's just, what a job! What a job for know. a runner. I had a look, uh, at, and I was going. I wonder how many you get out of a ring canvas. Yeah, a ring canvas is twenty feet by twenty feet square, <laughs> so it's huge just about the size of a postage stamp you'd say wouldn't you? Yeah I th- I tried to work it out and the number was too big on the calculator which <laughs> made me think I've got no idea how to do this It was a- but, <laughs> I think <laughs> it was right, boobs <laughs> They they sometimes they're numbered 500 and sometimes 2000 right. I think out of the ring you can probably get about like two hundred thousand. This is wonderful. It's this good is though, really, isn't it? Really, really nice. That's a little bit of WrestleMania history. That's just
3: I, what I like about it. Is <laughs> look at Hulk Hogan's <Al-Cocken's> face. <laughs> he
1: looks really worried. He looks really. Oh, he does. He's, He does. He looks like um. <laughs> it's like he's. They've said to him, smile, and he's gone. I can't ruin the shot by admitting that I've got a really bad stabbing pain. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. He looks like he's
3: in agony. Bless him. He, he looks a does. bit like a cross
1: between my dad and Chris Moyle's because my dad has got a. <laughs> My dad's got a big old handlebar tash. Also, the um, the angle of rip of the t shirt makes it look like he's got a sort of you know when men dress as women really unconvincingly. <laughs> it's a sort of very shapeless red dress.
3: It's when uh, dads of the nineties used to dress as the Spice Girls, <laughs>
1: yes. and just just for a joke. Oh, they still do. <laughs> they did. It uh, every... Because because I'm a disgusting liberal elite. I went on the uh, march uh, uh, for a second vote. Yeah, 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 yeah. And halfway down, there were a group of ladies of a certain vintage doing a Spice Girls medley that they'd rewritten to be a about um, you oh. know anti Brexit,
3: I went on the same march and I put my um, w- wireless um, uh, wireless noise headphones
1: on because mm. of the whistles mark yes and my noises. Anyway, <laughs> it's peacock. totally changed my opinion. Um, <laughs> I, I do not want to live in a United Europe where that Spice Girls parody is acceptable. <laughs> so uh, I'm afraid I'm uh, all, all for bringing back. I was going to say colonialism there, and I, I'm really glad That's I didn't. The... That sounds you just did, mark You know, you know when you do a joke and you're like, everyone knows where this is going, and I fumbled it at the last bit and. Everyone will have gone, oh, disgusting.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've threatened uh, someone with a knife and I've just plunged it in their
1: heart. <laughs> so uh, i am going to prison. Now. Hey. Never mind. Well, it was worth the bant. Um, <laughs> hey, so uh, let's, let's get stuck in, shall we? Um, we're mm. back in t- Toronto Skydome. Yeah, second uh, WrestleMania. Here? That's right, yeah. It's, it's also only the second WrestleMania to take place out of the USA. Right. Um, it, both times in the Skydome in, uh, in Canada. Mm. Um, it's a great venue. And yes. It's, it's for the right matter. Is, it's a really hot crowd. Mm. Uh, it's also a weird little an- anomaly in that the two... Main events of WrestleMania, even though this one doesn't go on last, it's clearly the main event. Uh, the two main events that Hulk Hogan is in and is pinned, mm. they both happen at this place. one's the Ultimate Warrior, ah, the other is to the Rock. So nice. it's a sort of it's an unlucky place for Hulk Hogan. For but it's also, you know, in this in this bit, it really is the return of his career. Yeah, uh, a career that you know had gone to WCW, I think for, at the time he'd been mired for about two years in a, a legal case about a, an angle with Eric Bischoff that went too far, and Hogan felt that he was treated unprofessionally. And right. He was just in limbo, mm. and they brought him back here. I think he's like 47, 48. He's in better nick than it seems like he's in better nick than he was. Yeah, it really. I mean, he's. he's I think he's, he's had three knee replacements mm. here, which is also what happens with superstar Billy Graham. So there's a, a common similar. connector between those those guys. Those mustaches. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. I mean, Hogan is a self-confessed steroid user. Yeah. Um, and he, but yeah, he's in remarkable remarkable shape. This match. Uh, is the big sell on this? Yeah. The main event is Triple H versus Chris Jericho, which is a match that I mean I don't think anyone really cared about at all. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why. Why didn't they put Hulk, Hulk Hogan versus The Rock? Because was it because The Rock
3: had main evented? No, oh. it was it
1: was really because they still had this idea that the WWF belt was so prestigious it had to close out the show, and right, to do otherwise okay. would have been a, you know a mistake.
3: Put the hardcore uh, belt on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> One of they the strongest charts explain- that. Run through this. Serious, don't they? But yeah, this I mean this looks great. This this amazing mm. stadium. The other thing you've got here is flash bulbs going off. So when yes. the big moves happen, everyone starts taking photographs. And it looks spectacular. I think that's a really sad thing that we've lost from wrestling. That moment where you get a big move and the whole mm. place just lights up. Yeah. Properly exciting. Um <coughs> excuse me, when I get excited, <laughs> I make disgusting coughs um, this is also the the last WrestleMania that takes place under the WWF. Logo. Yes, okay. So uh, the it's WWE now, the uh, World Wildlife Fund back in 1994 had basically said, Can you please stop using WWF <laughs> on everything? And they'd won a court case. And the WWF had basically, the wrestlers had basically sort of gone, Fuck them, don't worry yeah. about it, we'll keep doing it. Mm. And it took a bit of time, but then the, the World Wildlife Fund. They turned around and said, no, you've actually broken this agreement again and again and again. It ends up in High Court in London because that's where the World Wildlife Fund for Nature are based. Right. By this time, they've changed their name. They're not the World Wildlife Fund anymore. They've added For Nature. So they could have (laughs) FN on the end and and it's done. But the reason they were so annoyed about it was they said they didn't want their global brand to be damaged by any unsavoury connection with professional wrestling. And they really hit this point where they were just like, we think you're disgusting. Yeah. so we don't want anybody confusing the two of us the WWF the wrestlers they argued nobody would make that mistake mm. if you had a panda there it's not like you're going to have a panda involved in a wrestling match until no. the last couple of years in Japan <laughs> ah, where there is a giant panda beautiful. that wrestles and is probably the best thing that's happened to wrestling in 15 years <laughs> um, but the, the British High Court actually enforced it mm. and they said "Yeah, there's been this continual use of the initials when mm. you've been told not to the, the wrestlers had said look it's going to cost us 35 million pounds to make all these changes uh, and the uh, the High Court just said "Yeah, well you're going to have to do it you should have done it in 1994 Yeah, so this probably. is the you. last of the WWF years.
3: We are selling off little um, stamp, postage stamp-sized bits of panda <laughs>
1: <laughs> to, to anyone who wants them, and that, we need the scope to do that. I, I look at stuff like this, and I actually love the merchandising of, of wrestling. I think it's really clever. Yeah. And it has that thing of you just get to, I don't know, be in contact with it in some way. Yeah. They're, they're having it in football.
3: Um not well you occasionally get like when a when a stadium sort of shuts down you'll get um you'll be able to buy a bit turf
1: yeah or, or the seat or buy, or
3: buy a seat or a corner flag or something like that yeah Yeah. or get your brick put in but not really unless something's shutting down you don't really get a piece of maybe you can sort of get match worn shirts but they're mainly kind of like for charity anyway so
1: yeah yeah you don't really get that much connection with the actual product. I like I like the crap yeah I like the crap of it it's really <laughs> it's really appealing there's um there, there was one series in 2002 that I was reading about and they had cards that used to have a little square and they actually put a bit of steel chair in there, so a steel chair that had been hit (laughs) over someone's head. That's a pain to (laughs) cut, that's more a pain to cut up. These these are selling for $10 each, each pair of scissors I've got through, and I've got through nearly 6,000 pairs of them, this is, we are running at a loss. Um. This uh, is also the year when when finally WCW has been vanquished and bought. Yes. And in the intervening year has been pretty much squandered entirely. Mm. The dream of WWF versus WCW doesn't really happen. And the reason it doesn't happen is all tied up in boring stuff like contractual sort of obligations. Right. All of the big stars from WCW, um, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Goldberg... Kevin Nash and Scott Hall Mm. all of them have been given quite good contracts by WCW so that they didn't jump to the opposition WWF yes what's happened with that is they still have time to run so the WCW wrestlers who don't move over are all people who have got guaranteed contracts being paid by Turner Broadcasting and they're like well we could come over to work but then we don't get that money Yeah. or we can just sit at home and be paid top dollar and not worry about Ah, anything so it empties out a lot of the roster it does the WWF are also really uncomfortable. they, they just didn't want to buy them out it was so much money and they should have done they would have made back all that money they have a pay-per-view in the middle of 2001 called Invasion which is the first time you get WWF versus WCW the Mm. dream match it's the thing that everyone's been thinking about for 25 years Um, what happens there is it's all crappy mid-carders from WCW and the WWF stars absolutely obliterate them you know they can't let this idea go that WWF might not have been as good as WCW so they book it to make WCW look crap Mm within so a year no, so there's
3: no peril there
1: none at all none right. at all and, there's, and what they do is they destroy the money they could have kept this running for two three years yeah. and it would have built and built and built and it would have just been the best business they'd ever done mm. and instead they totally squander it by the time we get to this Wrestlemania a lot of those guaranteed contracts have come due so people like Hogan, Nash Hall, Flair uh, are all Available. Yeah. And in fact, I think the Raw the night after Goldberg appears. So you suddenly get the big stars from WCW, and right. they are treated a little bit better, other than the fact that in this WrestleMania, every single one of them does lose. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of a booking nightmare. Um, the other thing you can see here is, for the first time, Vince McMahon realises that people are not just watching WWF. They know who Hulk Hogan is. They know who Scott Hall is. They know who who Kevin Nash is. And they begin to sort of notice there's a bit of a demand for nostalgia. Yeah. And the nostalgia is something that we see really strongly for the next five years where they bring back the stars from the past and they begin going, okay, there's money in the old people who everyone remembers. Yeah. And you really see that at this WrestleMania. Yeah. Again, it all comes down to the Hogan match, which was totally unexpected, the way that the crowd reacted to it, pretty much by anyone within the WWF. So they really
3: didn't sort of see that coming they put it together they just thought you know i us have a punt at this and
1: just it just It just banged Yeah I mean we'll, we'll get to it mm. but I mean I mean, the most amazing thing is the main event for this or, or the, certainly that match was going to be Hulk Hogan versus Stone Cold Steve Austin Right. and Austin who was in a not a great place at the time he was very dissatisfied with the way his career was going he felt like it was falling apart he didn't think that the writers understood what his character was yeah. they were asking him to lose to people that he was sort of going but this should be a big a match. Why are we throwing it away? He basically said, I don't think Hogan, at his age, will be able to deliver the sort of match that I need mm. and that I am good at. Right. And so he said, I don't want to work with him. Yeah. So they then passed it on to The Rock. And Austin has since said that was a huge mistake. Mm. He should have... a WrestleMania, Austin, Hogan, it would have been huge. I don't think it would have been half as good a match as The Rock ended up having with Hogan. Yeah. But the, the the main thrust of it is really... Austin dropped the ball on that one uh, that's a term that gets used about his career following up because he begins leaving the WWE really upset and at one point he just disappears and they, they say he went home and you know with his ball is the big thing and right. he just made it's sad this is the last full calendar year of Austin's career and he ends up never having a one-on-one match with Hogan the biggest star of the 80s versus mm. the, the biggest star of the 90s the most recognisable pro wrestler in the world versus the greatest money maker in wrestling history mm. and it never happened yeah.
0: so oh, sad. Oh, never mind
1: sad times mind.
0: if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers
1: Yeah,
3: we don't start with a national anthem on night. No. We start with the band Saliva. They, uh, this is the new metal era, isn't it? <laughs> it this really is WrestleMania. I mean, it's two thousand and two. I it shouldn't. They shouldn't really be. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't really be doing this. But yeah, no, uh, two thousand and one yeah. is what the high is? point yeah. for
1: that sort of American
3: definite drop off.
1: Yes, and
3: then, then you're getting straight into ska punk.
1: Yeah, <laughs> 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 they are. Um, uh, saliva are, are pretty appalling. <laughs> They are they? I, mean, bad. I don't know if people still listen to them. This is this is something also slightly <laughs> gets me is, is wrestling it, today is still very much part of that if you like alternative music scene. Right. And it's not the alternative music that I like, it's the alternative music that like is it, an emo thing which is just a, it's a youth movement that came, it was you know I was probably about 30 mm. by the time emo hit. And I find even when I go to wrestling now it's all a bit emo and people tend to look at me like who's this fucking square? Who's this <laughs> This Fed coming in.
3: Well, the the the, the bands seem to. Um, the, the thing about American bands is certainly, I think Saliva are still with us inexplicably, <laughs> um, and um, they they're still together. And, and with America, because of the, the scale of it, you will find pockets of people who still like you, mm. so you can play state fairs, and you can play like yeah, you know, gigs until until you dying day,
1: really. I was slightly amazed at like how bad the lyrics were, and I know that makes me sound hundred and five. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, it's going to have some emotional depth, and it'll probably be about alienation, and it'll probably be about fighting. And one of the lyrics was, "If it feels good, it feels good, and I do it all day." <laughs> I mean, that is the sort of thing you'd hear in a song by Lolly.
3: Well, it's like, um, isn't there a bit you we talk about a limousine or is that cold chamber later on? No, sorry, not cold chamber. Drowning um, pool. Drowning pool. <laughs> <laughs> so this should be called. Why, why can't again, call you have chamber. a nice name? Why don't you think the nice <laughs> name? Darling? In, you know pool. they're very noisy Drowning Pool like really sort of sh- again they're, they're kind of holding the nose a little bit for the sake of uh, <laughs> for the sake of some mass market appeal there. yeah look yeah.
1: lads if you're there you might as well look like you want to be yeah <laughs> Exactly. Otherwise, you look like the pricks. <laughs> um, I was not allowed to rewind the saliva to listen to the lyrics. Oh, was absolutely, that was not going to happen. Yeah, she was like, no, you can't rewind it. You're not going <laughs> to sit through that again. So, uh, But let me just say, I, I, they seemed appalling. <laughs>
3: well, um, this is after the um, dark match. You know, I'm obsessed with dark matches. Yes. Uh, quite, a, quite a big one, to be fair, before mm. the whole thing aired. Uh, Mr. Perfect, Lance Storm and Test yep. featured Rikishi, Scotty Too Hotty and Albert. Yeah. In a six-man tag team match. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. I, I think this must be Mr. Perfect's last uh, WrestleMania. Oh, did he do think? something mental
3: on a plane? <laughs> didn't he, like, didn't no. he have a later on, uh, later on this
1: uh, year? Well, he, he did, yes. He, he got into... Um, uh, yeah, there, there, are so, there are so many plain stories that I always mm. get them confused. But yes, Mr. Perfect, I think, did... Was it Brock Lesnar he had a legitimate wrestling match with
3: and it only got scary when I think he got smashed into the door yes. of the plane. Uh, that
1: sounds... Uh, Kurt Hennig was a notorious ribber as well, mm. so he was absolutely one of those. Those blokes who, if you were going to sit near him, you would end up finding some shit in your bag. Yeah. Um, People's
3: hair was cut off. Um, yeah. Ric Flair uh, walked down the aisle uh, just in a
1: robe. That's right. Yeah. Going, um, I believe a stewardess then uh, launched a private civil suit against him. Yes. For some kind of harassment that he'd
3: I think, done. I think either t- which
1: one's. Um, I think Scott Hall maybe might have been accused of something. It's just, <laughs> yeah. just, it just all seemed like a big shame. Which I, I, shall, I will look for next time uh, about the plane ride from hell because yeah. it is funny and no one's quite talked about it fully in detail Yeah, there's a lot of good rumours and things <laughs> uh, but no Kurt Hennig ends up just I, I believe he has a heart attack which is an, a, the autopsy revealed he had a very enlarged heart which would suggest it was down to uh, steroid yeah. use I have a feeling he may have taken cocaine yeah I think he died of cocaine yeah. or something like that it's yeah. really alcohol and alcohol. It's, so, it's so sad he was such a talented mm. wrestler and actually when he came back I think he comes back at the Royal Rumble in 2002 and they put him in the last three it was a real surprise he he hadn't really lost a step he he was he had a very boring time like a lot of people did in WCW for many years but as soon as he's back in the WWF he's a game again right? and uh, it was again I think had he had he been just around a few years later I think they would have brought him out as a more useful hand because of the nostalgia yeah. whereas in this point I think they're just like oh everyone will think he's old which is a shame <laughs> you know they, he, he could really go well I sort of feel like because um, I've sort of missed because uh,
3: we've been doing Wrestlemania it seems like and it probably wasn't it seems like only yesterday that Mr. Bowie was wrestling WWE so yeah. it's kind of like I, has he been away for that long
1: yeah I, I think the <coughs> last time he would have yeah probably mm-hmm. wrestled Mania 9 I think yeah so it could be a long time ago it could actually be exactly the same amount of time as Hogan it was sort of fascinating sort of hearing about um, why
3: wrestlers moved over Um, and like Scott Hall in particular spoke Mm -hmm. quite eloquently about you know going to Vince and saying look my money's plateaued I've, you've been in the house shows where I'm popping I'm, I'm, I'm big I'm, I'm, I, I know I'm selling these out yeah. and you know I think I think I think he made the point Scott Hall said there uh, if, mo- if you I looked at my revenue statement for like the um, for the merch mm. I said if you just move that you move that um, point th- to the right you wouldn't notice as a family but my family would notice yeah. which is quite a nice way of yeah. but, he, but he but he just he just wanted more merch money and, and he, he actually even I think gave Vince an out to sort of say, look, let me go to Japan for a couple of months and I'll yeah. come back. I'll just make a lot of sweet Japanese yen and come back. And he was like, oh, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> and it's like, well, it's just really short sighted because then you lose your wrestler, don't it, you?
1: It, it came at a time as well where I think, you know, business for the WWE had been so bad mm. that Vince McMahon couldn't really see a way to keep the company going at yeah. the level it was and pay that money. Now, there's always a way. Mm. I shouldn't imagine the McMahons were sitting around, you know, a candle at Christmas time. You know? <laughs> well, he sort
3: of said that, that the money that was coming in was the people's money, it wasn't your, like it wasn't your money you know what I mean, it's kind of, it costs a lot to put on but like the money, I was creating capital for you, so give me some
1: of that There's a famous story from around this time that Chris Jericho went to a toy shop to buy his own doll and when they rang it through it said on the till receipt, it said Triple H figure Right. And he was like, well, hang on. That means that the money for this is, is going to go on a... to his thing. Yeah. So there's all these sorts of things that they'd noticed. So the money is... Uh, I mean, yeah. what, there is a, a book to be written where someone follows all the money in the yeah. WWE oh, to God. work out how much people were paid over the years is thrilling.
3: Not on this podcast, though, because we want to maintain <laughs> yeah. our small amount of
1: income. Yeah. Not, even, not with this. I don't want to have to do any more work. <laughs> <laughs> That's really it. Um... <laughs> you get the credits here uh, which launch WrestleMania and again mm. they're doing that nostalgia thing people yep. are beginning to talk about how important WrestleMania is to them yep. and they get the big stars to do it your Austins your Hogans and your Rocks mm. and they are really sort of going this is the place where it happens mm. they start calling it they, they compare it to the Super Bowl and it just seems really funny that, that in the, you know, the last few years they haven't really gone this is the big show and they're now realizing, probably after last year's stadium show, yeah. they're going, actually, maybe the draw itself is WrestleMania. Mm. That's really come to pass because you look at, like, this year, WrestleMania 35, it's sold out before any of the matches were announced. Right. It's no longer about the matches, it's about the name WrestleMania. Yeah. And you can begin to see them recalibrating it. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like the World Cup,
3: it's like, you would be there. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter what match you're going to get, you've just got to be there.
1: Yeah, be there. massively, massively. The um, <coughs> first match is Rob Van Dam versus the Intercontinental Champion. William Regal um, yeah. it, this is a, a strange match for me because uh, both of these wrestlers are, are good yeah. William Regal is great mm. but he is not a flashy showy wrestler he's just a great wrestler he's really good fun he does such clever little things mm. which don't necessarily go over in a, in a massive stadium at the time, he wasn't regarded as well as he is now. I think I've said this before, but by the end of his career, people were like, "He is one of the greats." Mm. When his career was going on, they'd go, "Oh, it's a bit boring." <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird? And what you get here is you get Rob Van Dam, who at the time everyone was going, "He is the most like electrifying wrestler you've ever seen in your life. He is the pioneer and the innovator." And now you look back at him and go, "He's a bit sloppy and it doesn't really have any psychology." <laughs> so it's a weird sort of tale. What happens here is they put together two people with such contrasting styles mm. that Rob Van Dam can't really do any of his impressive stuff and William Regal can't really do any of the detailed technical stuff. Charismary stuff. Right? Yeah, 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 so it's um, it, it's it's a bit of a disappointing opening, yeah. really. Um, a good,
3: good finish of that Rob Van Dam's finishing move flying through the air. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah. that a lot
1: of lot of air. The five star frog splash. Oh. It's very good. What, is it like a frog splash but better? Is that? Yeah, I think so, yeah. He, more he, hang time. He used to call himself the whole fucking show and <laughs> there again, like the five star on frog splash, the word fucking is totally <laughs> redundant in that. You don't need to overemphasize it uh, but he <laughs> was fucking frogs <laughs> I know Frog uh, Rob fuck. Van Dam still to this day still wrestling just signed a new contract with impact and he um is believed to still be taking a lot of marijuana <laughs> uh, which ultimately a few years down the line would cost him the uh, the run he had with the with the WWE belt oh yeah well because the um yes he, the was, he was pulled over in a car
3: really because I mean weed is like just I mean you probably want them taking weed and you know Is it CBD, that that, that thing in it, or whatever? Uh Like, you'd probably want them taking cannabis oil rather than hardcore you yeah.
1: know, hardcore painkillers there's, there's been a lot of wrestlers over the years who have said that marijuana shouldn't be on the strike list no. because that is a thing that A keeps them in their rooms and stops yep. them pissing about B it helps them relax mm. and gets away the aches and pains and C isn't illegal in all the states of America yeah Um but, and that's strange yeah but then again you know hey it's up to your boss of your company <laughs> to set his rules I wonder how the Colorado Federation <laughs> deals <laughs> deals with uh,
3: legal highs um, I, w- I was um, enjoying uh, William Regal's Um, tweet output. Mm -hmm. He's very good on Twitter. Is he? No. Um, uh, But I've learned so much about him uh, just by reading a few tweets from the past few weeks. Uh, He loves the Blackpool Tower. He does. He loves the TV show Still Game. He says he's up there with Craig Cash's Early Doors.
1: (laughs) 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 Two two sitcoms that if I see on, I go...
3: Yeah, exactly. goes, yay!
1: (laughs) He's sitting in some lovely condo in like Florida or probably Atlanta (laughs) trying to get a a hooky copy of Still Game. I'd, 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 have you got, like, a
3: decent <laughs> torrent provider for uh, still get Nobody's uploading Marvellous,
1: it. but uh, elderly uh, Scottish gentleman.
2: Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: um, and uh, he's friends with Lars, Fr- uh, Lars Frederickson of uh, Rancid. Like, every fucking wrestler seems he? to be friends with a member of Rancid. Um, and also, and some other tweets include, um, sad that my friend Mean Gene Auckland has passed. <laughs> mean G- Gene Auckland, sorry for the autocorrect, such a fine man, RIP. <laughs> and then he retweeted a Stan and Ollie uh, official account. Retweet if you'd like to see Stan Laurel on the new £50 note. <laughs>
1: Hashtag Stan and Ollie. Typical interfering bloke who lives abroad, <laughs> getting involved in Britain's decisions. <laughs> uh, a few things about, about William <laughs> yeah. Regal. He um, he was known as Steve Regal for a long time mm. um, but they changed his name when he came to the WWF because they had Steve Austin right. and they didn't want people to confuse the two. Uh, <laughs> so he was renamed William Regal. Right. Um, his real name is the most English name of all time. It's Darren Matthews Darren Matthews
3: (laughs) no middle name fuck it
1: yeah um, he started uh, in the the British wrestling scene Mm. and there is some uh, footage online of him when he was on Blackpool Pier and he was one of the wrestlers who Basically, you would line up and someone would say, who wants to fight the wrestlers? All who right, who reckons guess. they can pin them within three rounds? You'll win 100 It's presented by Paddy McGuinness. <laughs> You'll win £100. Come on, <laughs> in you come. And uh, <laughs> Regal was was 16 at that point. And he looked. The others were massive men. Yeah. So the people would always pick Regal. Mm. So he had to become a great wrestler to just stop himself getting his head kicked <laughs> in. Blocks. Yeah, he's, he's Blackpool men. <laughs> yeah. The men of Blackpool. He's really one of the only wrestlers wrestlers from Britain in the, the, the certainly the post Dynamite and Davy Boy right. period. So ah. rather than 82, if you look at 86 onwards, he's pretty much the only one who had an American career. Right. Um, I, th- I think I've mentioned it before, but Giant Haystacks had a couple of appearances in WCW, but he was ill by that point, yeah. didn't last long. Um, you get Fit Finlay, who comes through as well uh, a bit later on, and you also get Robbie Brookside, who was a great uh, Liverpudlian wrestler and who is now one of the head trainers at NXT. Oh, okay. Um, And those guys, honestly, they are the best raconteurs because they did the wrestling that wasn't the Hulk Hogan era. They were doing the Big Daddy era and the bit where Big Daddy retired and it fell off a cliff. And it is just, you know, it's stories of transit vans, milky eggs in diners, (laughs) you know, um, just, you know, big fat women you know people with snake collections you know it's it's magic uh, uh, he wrote an autobiography which is called I think Walking a Blackpool Mile and it's uh, about his life in wrestling and honestly it's I, I could I could read British wrestling autobiographies all day long mm. that one is a corker it's so outside the realms of my you know the, what I'm experiencing with my first taste of wrestling yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and what, what's funny of course is you can't really see a huge amount of the old wrestling footage most of the events that took place around the country they were such a small scale. Yeah. They were never recorded. Mm. They were, I, I, I dare say, beyond the posters that still survive. There is no record of them even happening. No. Um, but I, oh man, the British wrestling scene. There's a lovely book by John Lister, who I mentioned earlier. He uh, wrote a lovely book which is called, oh gosh, same time next week, I think it's called. Mm. I, I, that's totally wrong. I know it's wrong, and I can't remember what it is. It's the sign-off that Kent Walton used to use at the end of World of sport. It's available on Amazon. Mm. I've recommended it before on the Twitter. It's so interesting. He just talks to all of the old British wrestlers. Mm. I can't get enough of that. There is a British wrestlers reunion that happens every summer in Kent in a pub that's owned by a former British wrestler. And I, I've i been wanting to go to that for about six years. <laughs> and I think I might go down this year.
3: Yeah, I, I
1: presume punters are allowed to sort of... I mean, they can't yeah. sort of keep you awake, can they? No, and I am going to pin... All of the surviving <laughs>
3: British wrestlers.
1: <laughs> I've got a new submission hold, which I use, and what I've done is I've actually stitched a bit of barbed wire in my arm, <laughs> so it, it makes it doubly effective. <laughs> just uh, take their medication away. A couple of good signs here. One, Dawn has big nips. Uh, oh. And uh, wow. Ke- Kevin Nash's Super Shredder. Super Shredder? What's is like the, like, Super Ninja Shredder Turtles? is the enemy in the, new, in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. Oh. And he was played by Kevin Nash. What? Yes. Wait a second. Kevin Nash is just a big guy and they yeah. put the suit on him. So he is actually credited as playing Super Shredder in the TMNT movie. Oh, the first one? Might not, be the not, second one. Oh, is the second sec- one called something like Shredder's... Secret of the, the, Secret the Secret of the Ooze. The Secret of the Ouse is the second one. That's the one. That's right. the one. Why would you put a wrestler in one that you thought was going to be a big hit? Wait for the second one, <laughs> then get the cheap wrestler. That's
3: incredible because, uh, obviously, he's gigantic. I know that, but... Um that is strange, because I thought... And it's the cartoon that um, Uncle Phil is the voice of Shredder, uh-huh. I believe. So, d- does Kevin Nash voice Shredder, then? Do, do you think I'm going to watch TMNT, too? <laughs> just, Why not? Just it's to brilliant. answer
1: your questions. I love that, the Ninja Town. That, that IMDb can really sort out for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're very lazy. You're very lazy, Peter. <laughs> Naughty. Oh. Um, one last fact about RVD. He actually now has the longest win streak at WrestleMania, he went four and zero, oh, uh, and nobody else has done that because since the Undertaker lost his streak. Oh, okay. So Rob Van Dam nice. has the longest undefeated streak at WrestleMania. Um, other people in the in the, uh, the, the the running are Demolition Axe, who went three and zero, um, Legion of Doom and Sable, who are also three and zero. Uh, Mister T, Terry Funk, Tatanka, and Virgil are all <laughs> with two wins <laughs> and no <laughs> losses. Well done. Yeah. Well done, that man. Amazing stuff. Huh? It's well nice. Done, t- nice to see a list about the greatest. Of all time and it has both Virgil and Tatonka on it
3: <laughs> somebody sent in we're going to end the show with uh, a couple of eight well one email. I think every show uh, in this run we'll uh, will we'll, we'll sort of um, talk about a couple of emails. Gotcha. Uh, there was a great um, email from somebody who mentioned um, Sable... You know, we talked about the Beanie Baby of Sable. Yes. Sable's Beanie Baby. The Beanie, the, Babel, the b- Beanie,
1: Beanie Baby Bear that had the man <laughs> yes. the, 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 the human handprints on a tiny bear's tits. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. So weird. <laughs> um, somebody sort of thought that it might be um, something to do with Rowdy Ruddy Piper. I think we asked why Sable had black oily handprints on yeah. our boobs and and I but I would say that he's only got one black hand yes, because he only painted half his body didn't he. Uh, we're going to end with an email from Paul Nugent. Lovely. Age 32. Hi guys, enjoyed the show. Uh, have either of you seen the Baywatch episode with WCW wrestlers? It's season 6, episode 15, Bash at the Beach. Right. I watched too much of this. <laughs> Way too much. It's 1995, 96, mm-hmm. Uh Hulk Hogan, Savage, Flair, Vader, fighting over some sort of outdoor gym. And uh, Hogan also gets involved with a bit of uh, lifeguarding on the side, hanging out with Pamela Anderson. Wow. And what I like about it is, and what I've seen of it, it's quite good because... They have a uh, they have a situation where um, there's a there's a through point of someone having skin cancer, <laughs> and uh, who's the main guy out of um, out Hasselhoff? Of, uh, Hasselhoff, and Hasselhoff is sort of dealing with that, mm. and then there's this complete other narrative <laughs> of this Goonie style kind of you have to save the clubhouse from the awful property developer. The awful property developer is Ric Flair, <laughs> uh, and he's ably assisted by his henchman Veda, Big Van Veda. Mm. and. Um, basically it's basically the Goonies on, literally on steroids and, and Big Van Vader to, to um, show how strong he is he pops a basketball but it's clearly one of those That's really cheap gimmick. kind of shoot ones uh, but it's it's worth checking out actually it's on um, it's on it's uh, it's online just, just Google this is probably the, the a episode. tie in
1: with, with the fact that Turner Broadcasting used to run WCW ah, okay, and they were probably right. going how can we get synergy for our <laughs> programmes and I pity the people in the Baywatch meetings where they sat there and they went you've got to write something down, you've got to get Six professional wrestlers in it. Let's go. Oh, fucking hell.
3: It, it's it's actually fairly watch, watchable. Uh, Paul just gone to say, Me and the wife just watched it, and her verdict was, I'm happy that you enjoyed it. <laughs> Which means she thought it was shite. The obvious, obvious sexism and the fact that she hates wrestling uh, was probably a contributing factor. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime. Go check it out. I'm not signing up for Amazon Prime. It's it's, it's on, you know, the dodgy sites.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that someone's taken the, the time to upload that episode of Baywatch. It's so yeah, come on, lads. Rick Flair is very good, to be fair. Is Woo! he? Yeah. I don't uh, think he did a lot of acting.
3: No, he's he, he's really good. Hogan's good. I mean, obviously he's done a bit, but like, yeah, he's he's sort of. Um tells uh, he tells uh, Pamela Anderson that the clubhouse the gym meant a lot to him growing up because I would have been on the street match uh, man Randy Savage he's in almost every shot of Hulk Hogan he's clearly been told not to talk he, oh, I don't look pretty if I, if I gone to the gym every day I'd be on the street I don't look pretty
1: <laughs> there was a little Vice documentary they've done recently about Randy and Elizabeth and their sort of toxic relationship okay. but one of the things that came out of that is the, the Lanny Poffo the brother of the yeah. matchup man who's known as the genius yeah. he mentioned that, that this is not a put on voice and that he said How did, why, why does he speak like that and he just said I think it was a combination of marijuana and shouting so there you go So <laughs> I talk like this however I have a lovely rich voice
2: I'd never smoke drugs <laughs> <laughs>
1: I smoke my weed to a slim gym. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Meaty, beefy, <laughs> green, and buddy. Uh, that's, that's like a proper podcast advert for weed. That's the future. Okay, have some then. Weed. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Russell me, Pete. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I've got a bit.
3: Um, One of Lenny Henry characters, haven't I? Take this. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, still Lenny Henry. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Russell me, Russell
1: me, Pete.
3: <laughs> This was a Radio Stakhanov production.